0: Well, then what the hell is this oh yeah new japan here we go yeah bring him out where are you at
1: oh my god it's will osprey the leader of the united empire will osprey fans are rejoicing for the arrival
0: this talented Brit! One quick message. Hangman Adam Page, you want Okada? You want Okada? You You can can have have him because you ain't fucking getting this. You dumb cowboy bitch! Osaka, say something. Say something. Come on, say something. Say something Don't you want a chair? come on Let me take you back. 19th of June 2016, in this very building, I had my last match as a young lion. I said goodbye to you all and then I told you, you are my family. So fucking say something. Say something. I told you you are my family. Are you not happy for me? Mom! That's right, I told you. You are my family. And maybe I wasn't completely wrong, huh? But today, June 12, 2022, almost six years to the day on, I stand here. Switchblade J. White, the number one asset in all of professional wrestling, the last rock and roller. I am a man that single-handedly Sold out Madison Square Garden and and the United Center. That's right. I'm King Switch, baby. And hey, once again, Tanahashi, I'm the first, only, and true Grand Slam champion, making me the real belt collector. You like that? You like that? As you can see. I'm the leader of Bullet Club. I am the catalyst of professional wrestling. And now, I am the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Let me hear you. Just so you know, my husband is average balls. Balls has been as the giant as gigantic balls, massive balls, huge, huge balls, biggest balls in the whole world. Prove it.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit.
1: The top of wrestling with your host, ODM A. The Professor.
2: Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude.
1: <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay. His not named name Kenta. Kenta.
3: I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite. Drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you.
1: You're so high you don't even know it. Oh,
3: I'm a boy. You ready for a scotch ad? We don't know anything about him. The only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> That's flare!
2: <laughs> Probably looks like Jim Duggan digging the tape out of his crotch. Benoit? Enjoy my wife. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording.
0: What a dick! With me!
3: I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard.
1: I need a minute to recover off that.
3: What kind of game is it? War
2: games!
1: Let a war! War
2: games! Our impressions. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark like a dog.
1: dog. (laughs) Oh, 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 jinx! Holy shit! How did that actually happen? Here we go. Good
3: wrestling day. It's Wednesday know what that means. The Top of Wrestling is back and ready to go with this week's show. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We got some news, very extremely recent news right before we go on the air for recording. But we're also gonna be talking New Japan Dominion, gonna talk a little bit of AEW. I think Tony Khan is going out of his mind, adding a couple too many titles into the picture. Even more news, actually, as we also will be talking about a past wrestler. We've got a lot of news on, to the, on today, but you know what? We can't talk news until we bring in the man. He's back. And you know what? If you didn't understand the end of last week's episode, it's because this man was suffering from vertigo. And, God damn it, he fought through like Kurt Angle did with a broken freaking neck. And I want to say thanks again for that special shout-out on our description to the post last week, I like that you did a little uh, shout out in a shoot style, worked shoot ladies and gentlemen, ODM
1: quick
2: I don't know if you heard it because it probably cut out the mic when I was screaming like that uh, you know, did you hear what I said at all? did you say quit it? quick oh, Harlem Knights. oh man, that's not our
3: movie of the week I know it's not we do have a movie of the week that's what's even even better we even teased it last week and you know what the very next day after the show went live i think it was the next day little john sends me a meme and he called the movie just off of the quote that we that that, not even a quote we didn't we just said a a minor tease and he got it right off of that And i go nice like when someone's listening to the show people are paying attention because today i got a throwback for you too Something that's been in the works for quite some time. Just a little little something for you. What we're going to be talking about, as I said, we have Bring It to the Table. We got a top movie. We got some news of all around yeah, from different promotions everywhere. But I, I just want to just start the, uh, off by bringing up here. the Fantasy Draft. ODM. This is what we do for a living. Well, wait,
2: He's starting to come back
3: a little bit. We know bit. Heard what we're doing. We called it. We said we were going to come in and go for the 3 Pete. You listened to the promo last week. As it stands right now, and, and here's the thing. Let's just get through. It's not like there's just three people in this fucking promotion, by the way. Or are in this draft. I think there's now ten, I think. Eight, eight or ten. And... It got real because the first night that counted was Hell in a Cell.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? And everybody's like, oh, 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 look at this. Yeah, look at us. And I, I just need to get to Wednesday, man. Let me get to Dynamite. <laughs> Give me a minute. I just want to get to Dynamite. And you are down three fucking wrestlers.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much like uh, pretty banged up right now. I can pull it up real quick. It's, it's, it's not good. I mean, I
3: but uh, while you're pulling that up ladies and gentlemen after <clears throat> one week of this draft ODM is in first place with 169 points nice. i'm in second with, yeah i'm in second with 166 points nearest person is 80 something and Tiger's at, like, 32.
2: Tiger's at the bottom. He might even have negative points at this point. Who the fuck knows?
3: Oh, my God. Well, well, it's
2: funny because he's got Jeff Hardy, so that's probably going to work out really well for him.
3: Oh, that's why when he posted that today, he wrote (laughs) motherfucker. I was like, are you a big fan, or did you draft him? Oh, there it is.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) I'm down Cody Rhodes. Adam Cole has a shoulder injury. No idea how long that's going to be. Scorpio Sky strained his leg muscle the other day. That probably won't be too bad. Um... Yeah, let's see. Who else do I have here that's hurt? And uh, yeah, I guess those were the big ones. I guess so. I guess it's not too bad. I had to not la- horrible. I had to laugh though that uh, Gunther won the IC title from Ricochet, and I got both of them.
3: <laughs> I laughed at that because I was like, "This dude is down three wrestlers technically in this draft, even if off of a week or whatever, right?" But they're not doing anything, right? Well, didn't matter. Gunther wins a freaking title. By the way, it it wasn't until I actually saw the clip of him winning, I thought that everybody was just calling him Gunther to be funny. No, it's actually Gunther. It's not Gunther. The way it's spelled, the way you would think, they actually call him Gunther. No, I'm I'm saying I'm an idiot. I haven't paid attention to it. (laughs) I have seen a lot of great memes, though. It said, um, look at Walter. Was 100% his own guy in progress or, or whatever he was. Went to NXT, did his thing. They asked him to change his name. Man does it, loses weight, goes by the system, is your Intercontinental Champion. People are like, could have been Keith Lee. You know, but he didn't, if people are saying he didn't want to play ball with, but they did put him in a fucking women's tennis skirt, but. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm just saying, good for him. I am not a fan that they changed his name at all. No. I don't know, and. Marcel Bartow or whatever that, that used to be. I don't know his name. Like They changed all the names. I don't they know changed them twice. Man.
2: They made Jesus. him Ludwig von Kaiser or some shit. Now they changed it again.
3: Oh, I do remember that. Yep. That's right. Um, well, here's the deal, man. We're killing it in the draft. The funniest part about this is that I was like, well, I just need to get to the Battle Royal because shit. That's where I'm going to shine. We cleaned well, up. I got the guy who won the Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. I got Kyle O'Reilly. But you get every elimination, man. That night, Wheeler Utah shows back up. I had FTR in there. I had Red Dragon in there. I had everybody. It was perfect. Uh, No, FTR wasn't in there. But coming out of, I, I will say, you know, there was the talk of next season. They were like, well, maybe we need to go back to a more set. You're like you have to get someone you have yeah. to get a minimum from NXT UK yeah. right. and I'm like you're saying that cuz you're you're losing right. really bad. Yeah, but that didn't but work cuz I, I that's it, the
2: year that I won. So yeah, good luck with that.
3: That's true. Um which I think it was actually almost easier to do that. Real easy to make that draft right. cuz that, that for us cuz we know what we're doing. We know what we're
2: exactly. looking for.
3: Exactly. But for me, I think that uh, <laughs> if we they the talk of impact was thrown in there. I'm like, I'd rather that or New Japan, man. Let's just get rid of NXT UK UK and NXT because yeah, I don't know anybody, and it's not going to matter when they get to the main roster. <laughs> hey, maybe one day, like we said, we're going to start our own with the Top of Wrestling podcast. We'll also have a fantasy draft that goes through here for the enough listeners. Who knows? There you go. Um, I do want to quickly run down what happened at Dominion. Did you get a chance to watch Dominion? didn't think so so it was
2: i didn't i saw a lot of stuff
3: happened in one night but first i will say there's one thing i didn't add into the notes here but i can now see it it, it, and i'm figuring it out so juice robinson was your new japan u.s champion he needs his appendix out wasn't going to be in dominion so he drops the title or they vacated it from him they actually took it they
2: stripped it that's what I saw.
3: Yep. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. And it ended up being Sonata versus Will Ospreay. Will Osprey takes the win, and there's no championship. But Drew uh, said, I'm not coming to Dominion and give you this title. You're going to have to come take it. So after he wins, Osprey's just looking around. And he goes, I get it. I get it. I'm coming for it. It's fine. And it was real chill. I loved it. Um, and you already heard in our opener, man, this man pulled double duty. Was in AEW's ring on Wednesday night and then Saturday night into Sunday morning, however you want to look at it, was at Dominion.
2: Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Did you see also I gotta, that? I got to break in real quick because, you know, yeah. you mentioned uh, no spoilers because you were watching it late, obviously, not watching it live.
4: Mm-hmm. And, Thank uh, you.
2: I saw something on Twitter and I almost broke. I was like, oh, I got to send this. And I was like, no. It was Jay White with Bullet Club in the Post conference. Basically saying you don't get AEW without me. Oh, Kenny, I beat him for the U.S. title, and then he ran off to make his own company with all his buddies. Hangman, he was just calling everybody out, and he's like, "I am, you know, the reason there is an AEW. Sick, nasty promo, just awesome."
3: And and part of the promos you heard in the beginning is him even saying, "Hangman, you want Okada? Take him. I'm fucking done with him. You're never gonna get this title." <laughs> yeah. And you know, he kept saying this, yo, know, he has everybody saying Okada is the the most premier guy in that promotion, right? He's your your main go-to, the wrestler as we, we we all say there's probably nobody better as a wrestler in this entire world, most likely than Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. Jay White is 4 and 1 to him. That's a big thing. Yeah. And you know, I watched a big history of Jay White just recently, and to, to now see him take the title, very big fan of this. I love the idea of it. So, yeah, him, you're right. And when they announced the Forbidden Door, he was there. He was there weeks before it. So who are we going to get at Forbidden Door? Is it, there's no way it's going to be Jay White versus Adam Page, unless that's the whole point, that it was never Page versus Okada. Is that, because remember, they were like, well, that's off the table. Right. Maybe it's because it never was and it was supposed to be white. Hmm. I don't want it.
2: Yeah, I mean neither.
3: Problem is, we have too many injuries, man. The the dream matches are going out the fucking window quick. Danielson has been kind of injured from what we're seeing. Yeah. Punk is out. Sucks. Yeah. But. I'm still hoping that in a couple of weeks they're going to pull off a pretty decent pay-per-view, but that's just it, man. It's a couple of weeks. We have, what, two matches in total signed? Not even.
2: Officially yeah, signed. Yeah, Moxley
3: and now Tanahashi. And
2: Tanahashi, yep. I don't know, man. It still seemed like Paige and Okada was where it's at, but it might not be. I mean, it certainly could change. Um, yeah, I thought there was another one. Oh, uh, Zach well, Saber I Jr. That, is, is uh, possibly doing Danielson if he's healed up. So he did get a concussion. Right.
3: And it looks like I think we're going to get Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb, and Great Khan mm-hmm. versus Trent Beretta and FTR. Right. And maybe one more person from, what is it, United Empire is the name of uh, Will Ospreay's gang. Why I say that, though, is during Dominion, after Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn win the tag team titles from Bad Luck Folly and Chase Owens, in comes Rocky Romero trying to get a beat down and a receipt to them after what they did on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago. And he, again, this past week. Well, he came alone and did not succeed against the two powerhouses they beat the living piss out of Rocky Romero and sent him right back out of the ring. Um but they won the title. So I'm kind of excited to see where this is going. I don't mind Osprey getting it in and getting in and mixing it up with guys like FTR. That's new. That's something different for me to to like. And he's got a better persona than ever. A lot of people if they think Will Osprey sometimes they only think the Circus act that you saw with Ricochet all those years ago. Right. Total different guy. You got I'm a very big fan of him, and he's he's his heel work has been great. Um, as I mentioned, Hiroki Godu did not win against Tanahashi. We knew it. Now, that match is official. Three years in the making. Moxley-Tanahashi for the paper championship.
2: <laughs>
3: That's what I'm going to call it. I'm not going to call it the interim championship anymore. There you go. I was a very big fan of uh, probably one of the worst Rocky movies, but Rocky 5. Oh, God. Rocky just retires, and, yeah. they, and they keep going to Tommy Morrison, you're a paper champion. You haven't beat the champ. You're a paper champ. And I'm, it's true. You're a paper champion if you haven't beat the real guy. Mm-hmm. Punk, it, did you notice that's what Wardlow said on the mic this past week? He goes, CM Punk is the champion. So I'll focus on the, the TNT. I almost said TBS. The TNT title. I'm like, if he's acknowledging it, why are we making a paper champion? Yep. You're splitting, you're, you're kind of 50-50 booking, we'll call it, if you're not thinking it. But, um, here, here's something else that happened. Two big things that happened at Dominion that I haven't covered yet. First, remember that match I told you that was the first guy to 30 pinfalls? Yeah. Right? So... You could get a four count. That's that counts as four, right? It's not thirty pinfalls in a row. It's just actual taps to the mat. They did the same a same kind of match with the same guys. Shingo Takagi versus Taichi. um Taiji is I I like him. I like him as a wrestler, but the problem is he comes out with that microphone and looks like he's singing all the time. And I know you've seen that before. And he has like the Zorro looking mask. I'm like, you ditch that shit. I'm okay with you. But every time you come out, I'm like, you're Santino Morella to me right now. It bothers yep. me for some weird reason. It almost bothers. I hate that Tanahashi does his air guitar too. I don't know why. Anyway, we'll move on. So this match was a 10 minute time limit match. Most pin Taps wins. Okay. And it was like twelve to ten or eleven at the very end. And Shingo Takagi won. Like, I just like the concept. It's just something different and it got you really interested in the entire match. Cause if they had these guys out there, I don't I but am like, eh, I'll fast forward through this one. Kinda like I did the Los Ingergorobarabadas. Yeah, close. When it was Yeah. Naito Bushi and I don't know who else. It, it was a six man tag, and I go, <laughs> Skip. It was a four and a half hour show. I didn't have it all in me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad because so, sometimes there's people you want to see that are in those matches. But yeah. yeah, when you're talking those those eight man tags, it's like, no, I'm all set.
3: Too much to pay attention to. But, but like I said, I think we're going to get that at Forbidden Door. Oh, Some definitely version of those.
2: Definitely you're going to get one.
3: But. The one that got me the most was that I just said, like, three weeks ago. I'm so excited. Tamatanga wins his first singles title in New Japan. Big things to come. <laughs> Loses to Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Okay. Okay. All right, give me a second here. I wasn't a fan at first of this motion, but... I think I have an idea where it's going and it's going to follow into my prediction. So first is this, this match is great because did you know that both guys are mainly known for using the stun gun? They call it the stun gun, their cutter, their RKO. It's the, that's what Carl Anderson and Tama Tonga call their cutter. The okay. Stun gun. Tom has always done it in the last several years in a, Tribute to his buddy Carl because he's been gone and gone off to other places, right? And and they had promos where he's like, I do it just like him, blah blah blah. But now that he's back, now that he's not in Bullet Club. They're feuding. What I loved is that Tama was the champion walking into this match, and they didn't even have the chance to fully say his name as he came out, walk into the ring. He just slid in under the rope. And as quick as he could, went running and drop-kicked Anderson right into the corner. And just went beating on his ass. Because, you know, you turned your back on me. We're supposed to be friends. Right. Of course, Doc Gallows is there playing his part at ringside. And, yeah, Tonga loses. I was a little pissed off about this, man. I was like, "I I don't like this. And then they redeem it seconds later. By having a commercial that was like five minutes long. And unfortunately, I had the Japanese version. So it was really hard to understand some of the things they were saying in the first part. They're just showing you screens of the crowd. And it's just saying all these things. And I go, ooh. And there's a couple of random numbers in there. And I'm like, I think it may be eight, maybe August. I don't know. It was like hard to understand it all. But they were announcing the first ever 28 man field G1 climax tournament. It's G1 climax 32, and 28 man is the most they've ever had. And they're doing it in four blocks this year. Normally, they do it in two blocks, A and B. Right. How they're going to do this, I don't know if like A faces B, C, and D, and then they face off at the end. It'll
2: probably be like a round robin. Probably. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, So, and that's the whole point is each block in your own is around Robin, but then also how that ends. Maybe, I don't know how they'll end up doing that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that way.
3: Um, but Lance Archer is involved. He's going to be, they even said AEW star Lance Archer. Um, Tom Lawler's involved, which is cool. He's in the new Japan strong version of things which is usually seen on YouTube or maybe Access TV, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, more on the American side of things. Right. But he's involved. And I mean, it's your who's who. Everybody's there. If you name them, they're in this tournament. Evil, Sonata, Naito, Ishii, Okada, Jay White, everybody. And Tama Tonga. Now, one of my favorite promos, I'll let you guys look it up. I've mentioned it here before, I think, maybe like season one or two. But one of the, the year that Naito, no, I believe, yeah, the year that Naito won the G1, Tamatanga was about to be in his second or third G1. And what's great about the tournaments is that they do it as a major press conference and each guy gets up and explains their. Passion and their goal of wanting to win this tournament. Tonga, remember, he's the bad boy. That's what he's been, right? he's a he's a face now. He came out that one. He goes, yeah, I don't give a shit about this tournament, man. Yeah, I don't. Know, you guys are you're just doing this here, and it's the same guys every year. The same guys. He goes and just shit on everybody. He goes, and Kenny Omega is the bout machine, and went off on on everybody. This is that famous turn or that famous press conference where. There's like five straight minutes of just Kenny Omega reactions. Do you remember that? Because he was sitting right next <laughs> to each speaker at the microphone. Right. That one. But great. Just watch Tomatonga Tonga lose his goddamn mind. But he's a good guy now. And you know what would be a great thing is now that Jay White is the leader of Bullet Club. And he is your world champion. How poetic could it be now that Tonga just dropped this title... He goes on and actually wins the G1. He loses to a couple of Bullet Club members along the way because you have to defend that briefcase all the way to Wrestle Kingdom. Right. Yeah. And he could go there and face White. I do not care if he wins. Not saying that. But it is at least your push for a new guy, a new Gaijin that you have that you're pushing. And... You know, we don't really, we haven't mentioned this for some weird fucking reason. But did you know? You know that like Koto Obushi and New Japan are like majorly on the outskirts of shit, right? Like, yeah, there's a lot I, of bad I, blood.
2: Yeah, I saw that there. There was like this whole tweet storm that Obushi or uh, yeah, put out. It, it's yeah, it's it definitely seems like
3: calling great. out the
2: company for a lot of
3: bad things.
2: Yeah, I just don't and not see yeah that. not
3: this yeah. isn't like a sh- this is not a kayfabe thing. This is real. Um, well I don't know I don't speak full Japanese so maybe it isn't we don't know but (laughs) I'm just saying who's your next face that you're really 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 going to push in New Japan I think Tamatanga wins the uh, G1 Climax this year
2: hey that's uh, I definitely see where you're coming from Uh, I'd be surprised if it happened I just. Oh, I would absolutely
3: it. be surprised, but then I would pat myself like Barry Horowitz on the back, man. Oh, baby. All right. What do you got for news, my
2: man? All right. Let's get through some of this. Uh, we'll start with uh, Kane, a.k.a. Mayor Glenn Jacobs, uh, puts out a tweet the other day regarding gun violence. Uh, so I'm just going to read his tweet real quick. Every violent death is a tragedy. That said, the mainstream media would have you believe that America is the land of gun violence and mass shootings, when in fact, as at Hannah D. Cox points out, our per capita rates of gun deaths are actually much lower than many other countries. We are not going to discuss the validity of that statement or assessment. That is not what we're here to talk about. It's the way that the tweet starts. Because basically what you're saying is, you know, Hey, you know, this is really terrible, but... And he just went complete politician. He went complete rhetoric for bipartisan politics. Every violent death is a tragedy, but... And uh, personally, I just think that it was just shitty on that level. Uh, Two reactions of note. Sean Waltman, breaks my heart reading this shit from you, man. What the fuck? Uh, One from Mick Foley, reading this cold, callous sweet from Glenn Jacobs, literally hurt my heart. Uh, One of my favorite reactions to the tweet uh, was a gif of him getting beat up in the turnbuckle. (laughs) (laughs) Saying, This you, bro? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah.
3: Dude, it's funny because. (sighs) Ah, I. I don't know. Maybe it's because not, not funny. That's not the word I wanted to use. So I was trying to see, see if I could figure out how the rest of of the figure that sentence out, but it didn't make sense. So it's not funny. It's, it's really, I guess, disheartening to see some of the people that you watched and you think that they're one way, but like, even everybody is like, yo, Jesus Christ, dude, like, like him and X-Pac were tag champs together. Him and mankind or Foley were up and down the roads together for
2: years.
3: You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like everything that people put out a tweet in the last couple of years. You're like, oh fuck, you're racist, shit. Oh okay, god <laughs> this, damn. I guess we're not. You're not coming to Thanksgiving this, dinner is, this
2: year. This is this is really bad because again, you know, I don't want to get into to politics and you know validity of the fa- you know facts that he's trying to lay out or so called facts, whatever. But for me, it's just like it's some bullshit because it's like it's like an abusive husband, you know, getting called out for beating his wife. And be like, listen, man, I only gave her a fat lip once. I only give her a black yeah. eye every Thursday. And like, Glenn Jacobs the, like, is like, but you guys
3: got to understand, he works <laughs> 60 hours a week. He's a man that works really hard. So if his wife doesn't have the dinner on the table. <laughs> Just stop. To Just stop. the stop. moon Alice.
4: <laughs> the is point that what you're is saying? he's, he's, he's <laughs>
2: Christ. Anyway, that's all I've got to say about that.
3: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's. Look, at We're not gonna change anybody's opinions, nor do we even want to on that subject. Anyway, so fuck it. Let's move on to everything else. <laughs> so what what else uh, we got here?
2: <laughs> we have. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break here for a second because there's something that for once we didn't miss. I'm sure we'll miss another piece of news. Uh, Between now and when we post this. But we actually caught a piece of news right as we were recording. Poor Jeff Hardy. Poor Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy. Busted again. DUI. Suspended license. Uh, He's supposed to be wrestling tonight in a three-way for the tag titles. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'll,
3: uh, I'll, I'll quote little John. We were texting about it for a second and he goes, yeah, he's most likely going to be in an orange jumpsuit during dynamite.
2: <laughs> Actually. Yeah. He's gotten bailed out. So, I mean, he's good there, but I don't know if Tony's going to let him wrestle or not. I don't know, man. I think his time has come. That's so a
3: third offense, man. Yeah. In 10 years. In ten I years. don't think he's damn.
2: It's damn shame.
3: That sucks. Yeah, well, and there were weird reports about him at, at Double or Nothing, but then there was reports that he was concussed. Now you get this. I don't know, man.
2: He's be Yeah, yeah the Hardy Boys. I said
3: it off the air. Fuck it, man. I said I was going to maybe use it for a uh, hidden track, but no, it's real, man. He is becoming the male Sonny right now. Yeah. It's not even funny anymore, it's man. Not- it's like, well, then we got Jimmy Uso or Jay Uso. I don't know. They both have a couple of pieces. I'm not sure how... You know,
2: i think it's jimmy i don't
3: even know how they're faring without naomi
2: yeah i know right Well, she's probably she's not working right now so she can drive him around um <laughs> so <laughs> she's ubering him <laughs> <laughs> got to get that money man got to get that money couple i'm going to do a couple small pieces of news and then we'll get to the, to the meat of our discussion um you know previously we we, we went back and forth uh i think it was on i had to miss the show cuz work uh, you had reported that dark side wasn't coming back And then there was a report the week after. I'm like, no, 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 no. They tweeted. They said they're totally going to do it. Well, it's funny because Evan Husney and Jason uh, Eisner, who uh, produce Dark Side of the Ring, have apparently turned to the dark side. Have you heard this most recent news?
3: Uh, Yes, unfortunately. It's funny. When you said the dark side, I was like, wait, oh, yeah. Nope, that makes sense. Yep, I get it. And it's the news I heard.
2: Yeah. So basically they've signed on to produce a more... Quote sanitized show, pitched as quote campfire talks about the old days of wrestling. This is going to involve involve heavy involvement. It's it's going to heavily <laughs> it's going to heavily involve <laughs> WWE. So basically WWE. My is how like, the turntables have turned. Yup. Here's here's a bunch of money. Just don't talk shit about us anymore. So, Darkseid's not That's coming. That's the whole back. point. Yep, yep. Hey, that listen.
3: is the point. They, if that. you guys don't talk anything about us from here on out, we're good. Do That's your thing.
2: Uh, last thing, real quick. Rhea Ripley uh, got dragged by some person who I don't know who it is. Uh, Thug Muffin official. I, uh, apparently, she's a musician and she's got a Libra scale tattoo under her eye and basically calls out Ripley. Oh, uh, you're giving her, you're, you're stealing my shit. You're stealing my look. And, uh, You're giving her the same tattoo and look as me, but you don't have her walk out to my music, because apparently she's a musician. Rhea Ripley replies, one, this really isn't worth my time, but I'm bored. Two, I've drawn logos slash random things under my eye for a long time. Three, it's my group logo, plus in a Libra. It scales. You don't own them. Four, I don't even know who the fuck you, so get over (laughs) yourself and keep my name out your mouth. (laughs) I love it. I don't know who the fuck you. Um,
3: that reminds me and it's not in our news, but I might as well bring it up. So we know that, you know, as of last week, WWE is like, shit, what do we do? Cody's hurt. Ah, edge. You've been healed for three weeks. Let's hurry up and get you back to being a face.
2: <laughs> do you know?
3: And Edge just kicked out of judgment day and Finn Baylor who fought against judgment day and got his ass whooped the night before. Is in Judgment
2: Day, some NWO style shit already. Do you know what the the whole reasoning was? Apparently, apparently they wanted to, the WWE creative wanted to do more of like a spooky angle, and I just like nah, I don't want to do that. And they're like, fine, fuck it, you're out. Yeah,
3: like a supernatural kind of thing yeah. or something that I read. Um, but it's funny because there's a meme, or no, I'm sorry, not even a, a meme. I don't even know what it, you want to call it. A picture somehow I found, and it was morphed with it was rhea ripley and finn baylor side by side but their heads were swapped so well done and i sent it to you i sent it to a bunch of people man it was fucking amazing and you did like a barf face or something like that and i wrote gun to your head dot 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 what did you reply
2: uh, denzel from training take on boom
3: i fucking laughed so hard
2: done to your head <laughs> boom
3: <laughs> done fuck it <laughs> yo you have no idea how hard i laughed to myself that day
2: some things you can't unsee bro
3: oh that's i think that's what i wrote to you i go you i i can't unsee this so now neither can you fantastic
2: fantastic All right.
3: Are we out of news?
2: Ah, uh, we got one more piece.
3: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. AEW's added its 832nd belt. Tony, the cut collector. The they should.
3: <laughs> Tony, cut the shit. It's
2: like that scene from Goodfellas. It reminds me of somebody I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It is. Look at him.
3: The hoof. Just pop paw, the paw. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I have a list here. This is funny. Here it is. AEW's title collection. Now, officially, and this is real. These are titles that are under their wing, and they actually are all defended minus two so far, but they are also only two weeks old. Here we go. Right. The AEW world title, the TNT title, the TBS title, the women's world title, the men's tag titles, F. T W title, the men's Owen and the women's Owen. Look at their championship titles. You could have went with a fucking trophy, but you have them carrying championships, so that's a championship. The Ring of Honor World Title, the Ring of Honor Pure Title, the Ring of Honor TV Title, the Ring of Honor Tags, the Ring of Honor Women's Titles. Oh, let's not forget the AAA Tag Team Titles that FTR are wearing and defend every now and then. The now All Atlantic championship belt that will be decided at forbidden door and soon to be the trios titles from if i mean if any other news has pretty much been correct i gotta be honest i never saw this all atlantic one people are in the news it's like no it's been in the works for quite some time i'm like i not what know like it. three yeah. hours i never i that's the first i'd ever seen of it when they start when they go we're introducing new title to the to the uh company i go here we go trios and as soon as I started watching the promo, I texted you. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me, dude. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, it's basically a, what, the European title almost. But the best part is some of the people that are involved aren't even from, like, live on the Atlantic. Buddy Matthews is from Australia. That's not in the Atlantic. You're going to have two people <laughs> from New Japan. That's not in the Atlantic. <laughs>
3: I, that didn't even fucking occur to me. I swear to God. Miro, I don't know why that didn't.
2: Miro's Bulgarian. That's pretty much not on the Atlantic.
3: Ethan Page?
2: Uh, Ethan Would, Page is Canadian, well, uh, but I guess it depends on where in Canada. If you're from Vancouver, that's not the Atlantic. So I think he's from Toronto, though. So, it's close.
3: I hope they rename this title before they get to Forbidden Door. They're like, oh, we yeah. made a mistake. This is just now going to be it's called... A, it's a
2: nice-looking belt, but uh, I get it, Tony. Just make your own belts and buy them. Just be a mark for yourself and just, you know, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Or just 2K it.
3: I know someone who did buy uh, their own championship had it created just because they wanted to have it. Isn't that weird? To buy one for no reason and just sit it in Just for cost? no like, reason?
2: Just like a no custom, like reason. a custom one.
3: Made a whole custom title.
2: Just like, my name and is it. It's at their Bill. <laughs> it just says. I'm the champion of Williams.
3: <laughs> All right, first, bad dad joke. But that person is that boy. Oh, my God. And my that man. boy, you guys have heard. We, we, we've mentioned him a time or two. Got a lot of championship belts, and we, we wonder if he, oh, fuck it. ODM, it's time. I mean, if if Tony Khan is, has the, the amount that he has right now in one company compared to a case, I mean, <laughs> hey, man, this is for you.
1: that boy dented dad's new couch, oh he'll regret it somehow, but that boy has all of the gold. That boy Purchased Every belt But I wonder How he's Failed As TK Now has more Than him (laughs) Oh And that boy just to suck off old VKM that boy he won't be happy unless his fat ass is on the hard cam that boy cuts promos off look at titles at his home cause that boy is a mark and it is known that boy Ooh, he also has Kurt medals too I'm not kidding it's damn true Good. <laughs> <laughs> <Emily> good. <laughs>
3: Man, that song has been on hold to wait for the right time, and obviously, come on. I mean, the TK part we had to, we had to throw some things in that were. I even riffed at the end. That was all new. Yeah, was no. New. I was, I anyway, was so- at first.
2: I was looking. I'm like, there was there more there? Uh, yeah. It all started with the story about the couch. And then, one of my favorite
3: logos of and, all fucking time. Oh God! It was Scott so Hall bright. standing behind the couch. <laughs> but yes, but yes, it was that episode. But all, uh, but yes, it was that when I told the, the story about heroes there of there wrestling.
2: Was, and then there was the story about the nasty boys. Oh my that God! That was another logo. But then there was another one. I said something like, "Oh, you know," because you had said something. You are like, "Oh God, I hate when people buy titles for themselves." I am like, "Yeah, you could be like one of those guys that like builds his own lucite case to display him in." Like that boy, and <laughs> some shit. That's right. Yeah. and he
3: did. I was like, "Wait, are you shitting me?" <laughs> and yeah, that's awesome. My God, I twenty seven titles to sit in your fucking house. I, whatever.
2: Well, yeah,
3: maybe he'll start his own promotion one day. All right, look, let's quickly run down what happened with uh, with AEW. You know what? Look, it. It's not a defective can. He's a defective poison. Okay, that that's what that boy is. <laughs> little uh little trick a little uh heads yeah. up for later. Okay. So as I mentioned, Kyle O'Reilly wins the battle Royal, but obviously loses to John Moxley. Oh, dude. Good match. Very, very good match between them. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly awesome. And then awesome. also, oh yeah. And then Buddy Matthews and Pack put on the match you knew they were going to. Real good match. Pack goes on in the tournament. By the way, it's not even just the tournament. It's That's your qualifying match. It's a four-way match. At yeah,
2: World I RG. know. Ugh. I
3: already hate it.
2: <laughs> um,
3: Thunder Rosa retained over Layla Hirsch. Nothing other than you having Layla Hirsch. I was like, ooh, maybe he'll win this tonight. Yeah. You know, because we're kind of... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we're just voting for things, you know? Wardlow comes out and gets... He says he didn't want to be in the Battle Royal because... He wants to face Punk, but he wants to also focus on the TBS title. But before he could even do that, smart Mark Sterling pops up on the screen to tell him that next week you're going to face 20 security guards in an elimination match. I have Wardlow in the trap.
2: You're going to clean house, dude.
3: Wait, here's the best part. Remember how you and I were like, yeah the name of the show next week is winter is coming but it's just a dynamite man it doesn't mean anything well right. this one's called road rage this is gonna be that plus the eliminate dude i'm gonna be at like 500 points Counts. by next dude le- legit show. legit
2: you're literally you're probably gonna get about 300 400 points like no 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 shit. just for that match yep <laughs> yep Oh, I love this season
3: already. Anyway, yeah, everybody's pretty goddamn quiet over there. Um, as I already mentioned, too, Will Ospreay shows up with United Empire, which is, dude, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting just Great O'Con and Jeff Cobb to show back up. Something other than that. But when Will Ospreay came out, I was like, ooh, okay, I just got excited for Forbidden Door. But things are sizzling out because then fucking Adam Page. I want Okada. Uh, oh, come on. Stop it. Yeah. But then Adam Cole comes out and says he wants Okada. My money says is these two are going to face off. Winner's going to take Okada anyway at, at forbidden door. Yeah. It, it'll be. Yeah. I think Adam Cole and Okada would be a good match. Perfect heel tactics with Okada.
2: Yeah. Shoulder. injury. I don't want to see Adam page. Yeah. The shoulder injury think is going to prevent it. I think page is going to get it in the end. Uh, I did like that Cole said something to Paige. He's like, hey, Okada might not even have the title by then. Because he knew he was facing Jay White.
3: You know what's really funny is it never even occurred to me that until he said it that night. And then when I went into Dominion, I was way more or way unsure of who was going to win in the main event. I was like, huh. I kind of felt like Okada had a lock. But for some reason, with Adam Cole just saying it, for some reason, it just made it just a little bit more into my head, but I I'm all for it. Um, rampage, Trent and FTR defeated Osprey Cobb and Ocon. So maybe that's not the route that they're going with forbidden door. Cause if you just gave that match away on rampage. Yeah. So, well, but Eddie Kingston, Jake Hager also fought, whatever. Yeah. Anyway,
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: I'm just kind of over. I don't like Hager, but tonight, Again, it's Road Rager. We got hair versus hair. Jericho versus Ortiz. Have you seen the pictures of uh, Jericho without hair? Yes.
2: Little...
3: <laughs> got to be honest. I've also seen the picture of him at Double or Nothing where it looked like he was wearing a yarmulke on the back of his blonde fucking hair. Uh, yeah, it's time. It's time to lose your hair, bro. It's cool.
2: Oh, he's not going Ortiz, to.
3: Ortiz, it'll grow back.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think Ortiz is going to lose, unfortunately.
3: I don't know. I think I think Kingston gets involved, causes a good distraction, keeps that feud going. Jericho gets his head shaved, even more for the sports entertainment guy.
2: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see who who's right I hope tonight. you're right. I hope you're right.
3: Yeah, me too. Um Again, there's no goddamn way in hell that Wardlow's about to lose to the nine to twenty security guard. Even if he loses on the last one, you know he's gonna get through nineteen. Boom. Power bomb pim. Boom. But it's gonna be in one segment. They may not even dude. have to go to commercial break.
2: Yeah, dude, I'm thinking <laughs> you're gonna be about yeah, about four hundred. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four twenty just for the hell of it. That's how many points you're gonna get. I like it. I hope it's four sixty nine. Dude. dude, you're gonna fucking no, you're, no, you're gonna you're gonna end up winning win. just off of that alone.
3: <laughs> um, but we also have the tag title th- technically the three-way ladder match doesn't look like it's going to be hardy's unless jeff hardy does get in in time for dynamite everything's all good i mean look at the usos were on tv right after any uh, incidents they've ever had so i can't see why he might not be there but it might just be the bucks versus the dinosaurs that's what i'm calling them but I got to be honest with you, I think I'd rather have the Bucks with the titles than Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus at this point. I'd actually almost at this just point, rather yeah. go back to the Bucks. Yep.
2: Yeah, because here's the thing. The Bucks are heels, and they, you, know, you and I don't really care for the Bucks, but we're typically entertaining their matches, right? At least more than 50% of the time, you'd say, at least, right? Yeah, and
3: even some of their stick is... Kind of funny when you really sit back, they yeah, they look like right. annoying pricks. Well, guess what? They're playing their right. part very well, exactly. I met them, right? They're pretty humble dudes, you know, yeah. like and here's, not and maybe and here's... not as much because they're more popular well, anymore, nowadays, yeah. not saying exactly. you know, but I'm saying, but still, at the point of it is that they're doing a good job, they're even shitting in Brandon Cutler. That's their buddy, right? You know, yeah. that's the whole point of that. so again, I, li- their I like heels, what they got going expected. on. I'd rather them no, win I'm the sorry. titles. I don't think the Hardys were supposed to win tonight. So, I'd rather see Sting and Darby Allen actually take the titles. I'd rather them just get inserted to the title yeah, picture. Yeah, nobody morning.
2: cares about it. these guys. Are supposed to be faces, and nobody gives a shit about them except the, you know the hardcore marks. So, whatever, man.
3: I wanted Hobbs and Starks to win. At double or nothing, Dude, I had such I'd high hopes, and now Maybe I'm, I'm in, sad. Anthony Bowen's, win. yeah, Anthony Bowen's getting pushed in a fucking wheelchair, so he can't do anything right now. Right. I will say, I like that he's still coming to TV, and they're doing a fun stick with the Ass Boys. Yeah. Like they, where were they this past week? Kansas City, right? Uh One gets on I'm the sorry. mic, St. Louis no 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 give it to me And you know just naming other cities and then Anthony Bowens finally gets it to do the acclaimed has arrived and then he looks back at Billy Goon and goes scissor me or whatever the fuck he says man I I gotta be honest it's kind of a fun thing putting them all together they're getting a push people like it they laugh it's working
2: yeah
3: people are seeing their names kind of like being in the phone book boom two for two baby let's bring (laughs) some to the table
2: Oh, I thought you were just going to use that as a natural bumper. What the fuck? Why'd you say anything? <laughs> just bring it,
1: bitch. Oh, my gosh. God.
3: My name is a professor, and I ruin everything. <laughs> All right. What do you got bringing bring to the table this week, my man? Uh,
2: you know, I really didn't have much, so I just want to kind of follow up on one from the other day. We were talking about, you know, uh, the create a wrestler function on the 2K games, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play. All right, so you know I've got an older version of one. I think nineteen is the, the most recent one that I have. Uh, we got a PlayStation Five, so I'm like, oh, it's cross compatible. I can pop it in there. None of the save data was there for some reason. I was like, fuck. Okay, well that's not gonna work. Fine. I got the PS. Time to play as John Cena. I got to no. <laughs> yeah, it was something fucked up. Like nothing was unlocked. I think it's because like WWE or the the game studio doesn't support any of the games anymore except the most recent version. So I get the old P- PS4, I'm like, I'll hook it up in the bedroom. I said I can play it there. Now the drive shot on it so I can't even get the disc in. So I'm like, cool. So now like if I really want to get this fix of creating a wrestler and doing all that fun shit, I'm going to have to buy the new one for 60 bucks and I don't want to buy the new one for 60 bucks. So,
3: you have just gave up and played another game. That's what I did. Anything in the
2: world. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the saga continues. One day I'll create a wrestler again. Probably not in the AEW's game, because that's probably going to take another two years if it even comes out.
3: Well, I can tell you that next week, our show, you're going to be too busy to be creating a wrestler, because we're going to have a face-to-face meet, my man. I'm going to be downtown in Rochester. All next week is the Rochester International Jazz Jazz Festival. And I'm going to be there working, because my company is the biggest sponsor for it. And I'm going to be set up in a lovely hotel, So I'm thinking uh, the day before we generally record, have you come to the hotel? And I think I'm going to change up our top topic for next week. You got to do it because we're face-to-face. Very easy to bring all the equipment, get it done, set it up. We are going to call Briscoes and FTR.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Because I need you to see it and I need your reactions to be recorded because it was a phenomenal match. And it, perfect time to revisit it. So that, Or we could still do the Top Topic. We could do it all. We gotta die, man. <laughs> anyway, we'll get room service. It's on the company. Fuck it. <laughs> so, hey, uh, I just got a message from Nightwing. Looks like he's suffering with uh, blood shits and the <laughs> flu, and he won't be making it this week. So we wish you all the best of the bubblies and hope that uh, in a couple of weeks you're back with some... Good shit! Yeah, Let's right. head
1: to the Monday Night Wars! Marty! You've got to come back with me! Where? Back to the future! Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? Are we become assholes or something? Give me that, hell yeah! You see, last week on Raw is War, when you looked me in the eye and gave me the finger... I felt the bond between the two of us. So I'm saying, Stone Cold, let me be the man. Because together, the two of us will set the WWF tag team scene on fire.
0: I don't need no freak watching my back. You ain't got no ears. I never asked for Shawn Michaels long
1: hair out here shaking his ass. And I don't need you either. Wait a second, Steve. You see you're in luck because I already have long hair. I can wear one earring, and I can shake my ass. I've got a nice ass.
0: Has Ahmed Johnson done what we think he's done?
3: Now it all is seeming to make some sense. Over the last couple of weeks, Ahmed has joined the nation. I get it. Okay. All right. Hey, man. Bring us back. What happened over the last couple of days when uh, we had Great American Bash? We also had the Raw and Nitro Fallout.
2: Yeah. June 15th, 1997, Great American Bash. Uh, The intro was so lame. It was. Oh, my God. It was so fucking bad. Uh, It's Father's Day. So, uh,. Happy Father's Day. Uh, we're going to have a double main event, obviously. we got Flair and Piper versus The Outsiders and Macho versus DDP. It's their pinfalls count anywhere, no holds barred, no time limit, must be a winner, lights out, slash unsanctioned, slash fucking just insert name of stipulation. I'm a yeah, on a sesame seed bun. On a sesame seed. I prefer everything, but that works too. Uh, we open <laughs> up with Psychosis versus Ultimate Dragon. This is a special respect challenge match. Got to say, my first one of those. Uh, Ono's hired Psychosis to teach Ultimate Dragon respect, and Mike tenay just decides to say R-E-S-P-E-C-T.
3: I w- actually was waiting for him to be like, do you want to know what that means to me?
2: Yeah, right? That would have at least made a little more sense.
3: It's just horrible.
2: Yep, it was. From
3: the intro to the name of this match to that, I was already fucking severely disappointed <laughs> with this pay-per-view, and I was four minutes in. Well... It gets better. Does it? No. Uh, Dragon gets a. Pick. I I'd much rather go back to watching Jeff and the Biker Chicks.
2: Jeff and the Biker- Oh my God, that was so god-awful. That was so god-awful. Like, you guys really didn't think this one through. You could have got actresses. Even struggling ones would have worked better than that. Even struggling ones. I mean, even a prostitute may have done a
3: little better acting.
2: right? Especially for the reaction they were going for. Yeah, probably. Uh, Dragon got a big pop for one of his kick sequences, and, uh, I see where AJ Styles got his style from. Uh, it was pretty much that same routine or it kind of like a back, it was just nice sequence, nice sequence. Um, yeah, Ono go uh, on the apron goes to kick Dragon, uh, but he ends up kicking Psychosis instead, Dragon Sleeper, uh, to win, um, and even though Ono tried to distract the ref at one point, it was real sloppy finish, but, you know, it is what it is. You, you, these are typically your openers. Every once in a while I get something a little bit better, but it is what it is. Uh, next we see Benoit backstage who has a nerd with him to translate so he can post on WCW's website. Uh, you know, it basically that's what it was. It was Benoit talking and the nerd translating for him or typing for him because apparently he can't type. Um, me can't type. You do me speak. Hey, head injuries are nothing to laugh at, okay? Oh my God! That's not what. <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
4: Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit!
2: Okay, let's move on. <laughs> RL versus the Steiner Brothers, a number one contenders match for the tag titles. Um, let's see. This one, another shoddy ending, man. Uh, Scotty hits the ring and Steiner off the top rope, but Vincent comes in and hits an elbow drop on Booker T. This gives uh, a DQ win to Harlem Heat. And Vincent's kind of just putting up the black fist afterwards, uh, after giving Harlem Heat the win. Uh, Steiners go after Vincent, beat him down. Scott gives. uh, It was fucked up, though, because they had Vincent in the ring and, you know, they're all pissed off because they lost. And Scott, like, after Vince is already down, Scott puts his boot, like, on his face and just flicks it. It was like that. That was. I feel like there was something behind that one. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it looked nasty. All right. Uh, next we get Conan versus Hugh Morris. You can sip your beer. Go ahead. I saw it. I know you go got it. Pause. Beer. I don't even know why I'm holding it right now.
3: He lifted it. He wanted to drink, and he's like, "Nope, got to produce the next match. You're gonna talk. I gotta go." <laughs> How about this? How about this?
2: I'll I'll say this, and then I'll take a sip. It'll give you your chance to speak. Oh, great! Our, our, our next match is Conan versus Hugh Morris. quite a humorous match. Okay. Uh, okay. This is, uh, you know...
3: Didn't even okay. want to say it, but you made me. Yeah, I know, pretty much, yeah. Uh,
2: this match was interesting because, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like when you think of these two, you don't think of a lot of mat wrestling and a lot of holds. This match was. It was a lot of ground game. It was, it was interesting to see, right? It kind of showed,
3: honestly, why Bill DeMott really... Was a good trainer A good guy that was at the performance center Yeah did he fuck up down the road sure And you know it's whatever But he could go He could actually wrestle Mm -hmm. He was just better off being the character That he was Conan always a great wrestler Could do lucha stuff Could do mat wrestling Could do brawling I think Conan's actually very underrated
2: Yeah certainly yeah, a lot of his matches, Yeah. Yeah, he's not just full on Lucha. I mean, again, a lot of Matt stuff. It was really mm-hmm. interesting to see. Uh, but then everything went to shit. Uh one of the things that I noticed was who's the baby face in this story? I mean, technically it's Morris, but the crowd seemed like they didn't really like either or really didn't care for either.
3: I think that they're making Conan a tweener. They're like, well, we see what's working with Stone Cold over there. All right. People also like the NWO. Maybe we'll just have him go that road because Uh it seems like he's just on his own, right? And we're starting to get to the, oh, la la, la," and and getting the crowd going and and shit. like. I think that's what he's doing is he's not full-blown babyface. Hugh Morris is still technically the bad guy because he's in Dungeon.
2: Yeah, but Conan uh, attacked him. the other. Yeah, it's just weird. It it, it was just, it was a thought I had. But what you said makes sense, yeah. No,
3: but it's a very, very good point, because you're like, it's not like they just put a match together, and you're like, oh, two faces or two heels. It's like, no, this is a storyline, which is even worse. This (laughs) has been going
2: on for weeks. (laughs) So, good question.
3: Very, very good question. We'll have to unfold it to see what happens the next night.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I can tell you it went to shit after this, because the finish was blown. Uh Conan's down looking up while Morris is setting up for the moonsault. And it was blatantly, blatantly like he was like waiting, like looking for his. He was like Sid mouthing the fucking promo. And then he got (laughs) up. Then he got up too early and commentary actually called it out because the the spot was that Conan was supposed to hit the rope to knock him down and crotch him, which he did. Um, But he got up too early. He had to lay back yep. down. It was fucked up. Uh, he hits the rope. Morris hits his head on the turnbuckle, knocked him out. He puts on the tequila sunrise anyway, uh, and Conan gets the win. So um, It's
3: funny, though, because, like, that is your alternative, okay? That right there is the alternative. Shawn Michaels versus Vader in SummerSlam 96. Oof. Shawn goes to jump off the top rope, right? Vader still lays there, and he's supposed to move, doesn't, so... Instead of just giving him a fucking elbow or anything you want, you jump down to the mat and, like, an asshole, you kick him in his skull. Yeah. The opposite is that poor Leon could have gotten up going, I'm supposed to get Oh, shit, I'm supposed to lay back down. Nope, never mind. You know what I mean? Like, he could have fucked up the other way. Right. Just, you know, like, you have to sometimes... Like, I'll never even understand Randy Orton getting so goddamn pissed that he didn't punt Kofi, but he had to give him the RKO and yelled stupid six times. You know, it's like... The alternative is what happened right there, where he got up and goes, oh, nope, never mind, not ready. I'm
2: going to lay back down. Oh, I missed my cue.
3: Yeah, it's just, eh. Very shitty ending. You're right. Like, this is where I went to shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we had Gene on the ramp, obviously. It's a pay-per-view, so he's going to push the hotline. A rumor in the locker room that someone's going to be showing up tomorrow at Nitro, having problems with his current contract or current organization. So MJF. It's... (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly um th- it's weird I'm, I'm i'm gonna flash forward uh i'll just tell you now he doesn't show up but i'm pretty sure i pretty sure i know who they're talking about uh, i thought it was this week but maybe it's not maybe it's in a week or two
3: i watched only up to as far as this so i have no idea actually well, i haven't at the time so I'll right, to well, find out. i
2: won't i won't i won't look into it we'll see um the other thing that I that I was wondering about, because I, I have one specific that I think I, that I know who it is, but the other thing that I was wondering is, this is right around when Brett was talking to WCW. Could it be that they preemptively were teasing Brett showing up? Well, especially
3: for what Raw is about to produce the next night, and and I'll tell you why the opening segment was your opening segment. So yeah. you Wow. Oh, could be, maybe they were teasing Brett.
2: Yeah. But there's another one that, it, all right. I, yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty fucked up. I was thinking about that for a while. Um, <coughs> he then interviews pubic enemy. Um, <laughs> Jesus, one of them was spazzing out and Gene goes, you don't have to wet your pants over it. Um, these guys are fucking terrible. It was a promo about trying to be considered number one contenders for the tag titles. Um, Rock says, hit the music, DJ. After Come on, man. Head injuries are nothing to laugh about. <laughs> Only on this show. <laughs> Rock says, hit the music, DJ, after the music's been playing for 15 seconds already. Uh, so moving on. Wrath vs. Glacier, round fucking 38. Uh There is a new stipulation here. Uh, J.J. Dillon says that Mortis has to be handcuffed at ringside. There's a lot of that going around these days. Uh, Vandenberg's on the apron. Mortis tosses a chain into the ring, uh, but he overshoots it. Glacier uses it while Patrick's distracted and gets the win. But during that whole subterfuge, Vandenberg was able to pickpocket the ref and get the key to the handcuffs. Mortis gets out. They jump him. Multiple refs to break it up. Uh, Glacier's still undefeated at this point.
3: And then he does, like, a freeze sub-zero thing by throwing it at people.
2: Yeah, ripped his head and spinal cord right out, you know? Yeah, the whole deal. <laughs> Finish him! Blood everywhere. <laughs> it was a fucking mess. Uh, next, we get a would have
3: much rather that is what we saw than that <laughs> right, match right.
2: right there. Yeah, well, don't worry. There's another one coming up. Uh, next we get Akira Hakuda versus Medusa for the woman's title. If Medusa loses, she has to retire. Medusa hits the finisher at count, at the count of two. Ono pulls her legs out, uh, the same leg that's been worked all match. And Hakuda hits that nasty brain buster for the win. Uh, then Hakuda starts biting Medusa's shins. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and Heenan, Heenan went on a tear after this everybody's selling. Oh, my God, she's got to retire. She's got to retire. Heenan's like, what are you talking about? She can be a hairdresser. She can be an airline stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was good it for was, him. For, for as much as they were hamming it up on commentary about how serious this was that she had to retire, it was right. really flat. It was really, really Because
3: no one gave a fuck.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jeans at ringside. It's I, like...
3: It- it's not like now, man, if if a woman retires now, you're like, wow, in 1997, yeah. no one gave
2: a shit. No. Neither person was wearing an NWO color, so no one cared. Oh, there's that too, yeah. Yeah, Jean's at ringside with her afterwards, and he's like, do you know what happened here? You put your career on the line while she's crying. It's like, way to go, asshole. I think she figured it out by now. <laughs> uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing it's like really kicking someone when they're down (laughs) pretty much yeah
2: yeah uh next we get the return death match of benoit and mang but there's still rope breaks though it's a death match but there's rope breaks okay
3: yeah at least this death match didn't end like uh
2: any of the other adam page ones (laughs) no okay (laughs) um it's a last standing man, a last man standing match. That's it. There's a there was a bocce spot. Benoit wants a suplex, mang from the apron to the floor. That looked pretty fucking nasty. Benoit, after that, is on the ground on the ma- on the uh, you know he's on the floor, and some fan, clearest day, yells, "Get
0: up, you pussy!" <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so well, good. not to go for the. Uh, not necessarily going for a hat trick here, but maybe it's that reason he heard, get up. You pussy's like, I got to get up. Couldn't rest the head injury. And that's why 10 years. All right, let's move on.
2: Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, man gets the tongue and <laughs> death grip on. And I thought this was a cool spot. Ben knew he was going to go out. So he jumped over the top rope to escape from it. Now, man, he was hanging there for a second. Ooh, bad visual. Uh, but still, he was able to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. This show, I don't even know. More- oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Bentwall Balls Part 2. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> he
3: was hanging there. All right. I got it. I got it. Yep. He was just hanging there for a minute by his throat. I. I- Go ahead. It was a <clears> cool <throat>
2: spot. Benoit gets the Crippler on for like the fourth time and Mang gives up or passes out. Uh, Patrick calls for the belt. I thought it was a last man standing match, but he won with a submission. Okay. Uh, Mang is uh, dead out in the, in the middle of the ring. Uh, Benoit gets taken out in a neck brace. Uh, Mang gets stretchered out. The best part is Gene's on the ramp hawking the hotline again. And then he gets interrupted yeah. because Mang's being stretchered by and he falls off the fucking gurney.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I don't know
2: how
3: Gene didn't laugh that was that was just that was awesome <laughs> or even how anybody on the announcers didn't even go oh he's too big blah 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 like they couldn't carry him like it was clear as day that he fell
2: right off it was awesome yeah, it was fucking hilarious uh, we got a Bash at the Beach promo that's coming up July 13th uh, it's going to be Hogan and Rodman versus Luger and the Giant at least that's what they're selling uh, but next we get our grudge match Mongo versus Kevin Green uh, Green did a nice over the rope drop kick uh, to start the match. It was pretty fucking cool. He's still wearing Panthers colors even though he got fired. Um, <laughs> they're fighting in front of Kevin's Green, Kevin Green's family, and Mongo is 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 messing with him, and Dusty just goes, "That
0: was his mama."
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, this is
3: why I like having Dusty only on the pay-per-views. Just every now and then you get to
2: hear him, and it's great. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, Green checks on his mama. Uh, he Mongo- had sex with my mama! <laughs> God, that was his mama! Mongo goes after the knee, uh, Green's uh, jaw jacking with Debra. Mongo goes for an elbow drop when Green rolls back in, but Green rolled right back out and dodged it. I thought that was a- another cool little spot right there especially for somebody who, you know, wasn't really that experienced in the ring. Uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out with the Halliburton and hits Mongo on accident again. Uh, Green gets the pin, and Deborah's pretty pissed at Jeff Jarrett for hitting Mongo, uh, not helping afterwards because after that, Jeff Jarrett just walked off and left him there, uh, which they've been doing back, back in, you know, to each other back and forth. Uh, we get an update on Medusa, her knees being examined backstage. Uh, she sell- they're selling it as if she has surgery, she could be eight, out eight months. Even though <laughs> did they already forget the storyline? They forgot already.
1: <laughs> I swear! Oh my God!
2: Head trauma is a hell of a drug.
1: <laughs>
3: oh my God! You know, there's a lot of it going on, man. It's really- its just—and I, as soon as I heard that, I go, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and I backed it up just to double-check it. I go, not nah. oh, yep, serious. they said she's going to be out that many months. So I go, and I was at least waiting for Bobby to be like, see, she could definitely find a job in eight months or something. But th- that was, oh, God. <clears throat>
4: this right, is the we'll problem,
3: the Eric. When you are only focused on the NWO, this is what is being done. And for a man that criticizes Tony Khan and, and Punk and all that shit so much, You you were not exactly hitting out-of-the-park home runs on every at-bat.
2: No, no. Uh, And we'll get to that on later. Some of
3: them were hit. (laughs) Some of them were straight pitches to the skull like Clemens to Mike Piazza.
2: Some were uh, 35-mile-an-hour lobs from a first baseman posing as a pitcher that get knocked out of the park. That's a reference to what happened with the Yankees the other night. Anyway, no, no, we can move on. Uh, Outsiders with uh, wait, just,
3: hang uh, on, wait, hang on. I had one more that was a good one. Who, who was it? Was it Kanye West that threw the the pitch and it didn't go anywhere uh, near the catcher? I think it was or? Fifty
2: Cent. Yeah, that's who it was. That was that terrible. was a good one.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that went to the batter's box. It didn't even go anywhere near. That
3: right there. there is Glacier and Mortis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah, outsiders versus Piper and Flair. This is for the tag titles. Uh, Flair does his turnbuckle spot, which is great. Uh, we saw it succeed, uh, I believe, just last week, maybe, maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love that spot. Uh, but this time, he flips over, lands on the apron, goes to run and boot. Just or, uh, Nash just feeds him a boot. It was great, great stuff. Um, good scouting. Yep. Uh, Nash goes for the power bomb. Flair hits a low blow, hits the hot tag uh ref drags flair back to his own corner six spin kicks piper uh and flair goes after six on the floor and they fight off to the back And that's the last we see of rick flair for the rest of this match um piper and hall are down and at eight count hall rolls over for the pin only gets two uh piper goes for the tag realizing flair's not there it's two on one he fights his ass off for the rest of the match but the numbers are too much Uh, We get the NWO drop, which is the Razor's Edge. I believe that's the first time I remember hearing them call it that, the NWO drop. But, okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he gets the pin, they retain. And then our main event. A lot of notes on this one. Uh, DDP versus Macho Man is their grudge match. Non-sanctioned, no DQ, falls count anywhere, must be a winner match. Uh, It's a lights-out match. How many fucking stipulations are there on this thing? Um... Kimberly's announced first. She's standing there, but uh, DDP comes through the crowd and jumps Macho from behind. DDP, it's uh, over over the top crossbody to the floor and sells his ribs, which are taped up. Macho tries to use Liz as a shield. Good heel move. DDP just shoves her right into the rail, says, get out of my way, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's like third good from halfback. Get out of my way, bitch. Uh, they end up in the crowd because why not? Most of these matches do. Uh, DDP has the crutch, waits for Macho. to. It, it, dude, it was like a cartoon. Like, they fought off to the back. At some point, DDP is just waiting behind a door with a crutch, waiting for Macho to walk through it. And he does, and he just hits it. Um, at some point, you know, in, in the beginning of the match, you could see there's somebody in the crowd who had what looked to be like a giant pog. You remember pogs? Those yeah. little round things, yeah. It looked like a giant pog made out of like sugar or something. It was black and somebody, and it was white paint and said DDP on it. Uh, at some point, uh, Liz slips Macho some powder, blinds DDP, and he steals Macho steals that pog from the fan, and smashes it over DDP's head. So it probably was made out of sugar, um, plant. Macho, uh, yep. Oh, one hundred percent. Macho decks the ref, hits him with a pile driver. Mark Curtis comes in as the replacement. Macho throws him out of the ring. Macho goes after Kimberly. Patrick runs in to separate him. So you know, Patrick definitely getting that that uh, baby face turn again. Um, we go to the back. They they fight off to the back again. There's a VIP picnic area because it's the Great American Bash. It's you know Memorial Day kind of Father's Day area. So, um, so one of them says that'll mess up your barbecue. And I, there was a
3: strikeout for going back to our baseball references. <laughs> there <laughs> Jesus.
2: Was a, and I, I don't, I think it was Dusty.
0: <laughs> Get that barbecue pit. Behind you, there's a barbecue pit.
2: <laughs> Save the ribs. He, he slams a macho through the picnic table. And it, sure as shit, he, he does pick up the barbecue pit. And I think it was Shivani goes, oh, he found the Weber. <laughs>
0: They had this match brought to you by Weber.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They head back to the ring. Macho pulls the padding up on the floor. Patrick stops him from hitting the pile driver. Macho attacks Patrick, then beats up the ringside photographer, destroys the camera. DDP hits Macho with the chair, rolls Macho in, goes to hit the cutter, gets the low blow. Uh, Then he reverses a suplex to hit the diamond cutter. Both are down. No ref. Hall comes to the ring, kicks Patrick in the middle of the count. Macho hits DDP with the tag title. Hall hits NWO drop. Hall brings Macho to... It was weird because they did all this. They got DDP down. <clears throat> Hall grabbed Macho like he was going to drag him over for the pin. And Macho's like, no, no, I'm good, and just goes to the top rope and hits the flying elbow. Then he gets the win. I don't know. It was weird.
3: So, yeah. maybe I feel like maybe Hall didn't know the cue that I'm going to go up one more time and hit him with the, with the elbow. Like... It, because cause it was weird. Because I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, did Hall make a mistake? Because like, you're right. He was trying to help him, but he had no problem getting right up. And I felt like yeah. it was more of a miscue.
2: Probably. Or Macho yeah. was just batshit crazy. We know he is. So. Well, Scott could have been drinking his lunch. We know he was doing that. There's so. that, too. There's that, too. <laughs> or a combination. All, All right. right. Well. well, on to Monday. Onto Nitro, limo pulls up, NWO music playing. We're at the was I don't know if it was the United Center, I forgot. It's where the Chicago Bulls play. Uh, United. And then we get the Outsiders: Hogan, Bischoff, Macho Six, and Dennis Rodman. The Pop, the Pop. When Rodman showed mm-hmm. up, dude was insane. Um, Hogan, you know, gets in the ring, starts comparing Luger and Giant to the Utah Jazz because the Bulls have just defeated the Jazz for the NBA championship. Um, there was a drop in audio and I don't know if it was just a glitchy thing or if they said something, it seemed too short that they would have bleeped something out. Uh, I don't know though.
3: Um, could it just been a fan screaming a swear word or maybe if
2: they had a time, I don't know. Could be raw. Rodman says, are we ready to rock tonight? Uh, Hogan says he's going to let Rodman beat up both Luger and the giant and Rodman. I, this was probably his best lines ever. And you, Lex (laughs) Luthor, this isn't a Superman comic.
3: You know what's funny? Is that that's, I swear to God, (laughs) that's funny to me because when I was younger, I really wanted to get SummerSlam 93. And my dad goes, you know, I heard an ad on the radio about SummerSlam. It's that big guy, Yokozuna, he's facing Lex Luthor. So I'm like, so as soon as that happened again, I was like, it's so funny how often that he was actually probably referred to as Lex Luthor. Oh, I
2: probably did it when I was a kid, too. So, yeah, so, the narcissist Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Commentary is talking about Flair uh, from last night at the bash uh, saying nobody knows what the hell happened to Flair. He just disappeared.
3: Just pull the Jeff Hardy. Just yeah. took off.
2: Yeah. We'll find out tonight, though. Uh now we get Mortis versus Glacier again. Uh, rats on the apron trying to interfere. Glacier reverses though and hits a super kick for the win. It's a beatdown as usual. Vandenberg is in the middle of the ring. I think he's got the scepter. He wants to hand it off. Ernest Miller comes in and just leapfrogs him and hits a spin kick. It was fucking amazing looking. <laughs>
3: Everybody tie a bow. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Billy Blanks? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> cool little spot. Uh, yeah, we get Gene on the ramp with Medusa. came out. This was horrible. Uh, I came out to say something. Last night was the end of my career. I want to thank the fans. You made me who are. It was just fucking awful. This went nowhere. It was. But
3: I will be back in eight
1: months. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, God. It was. This was cringy. It was terrible. Because uh, nobody gave a shit. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Dean Malenko comes to the ring. We get a recap of Eddie costing Malenko the title. Um, Malenko calls out Eddie to face him like a man. But before he does it, Chavo's music plays. And then it stops. And then Malenko says, Eddie, come out here, face me like a man. Then the music plays again. And it's Chavo. A little botchy there. We get another one too on Raw, though. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, Malenko starts working the leg, goes for the clover leaf. Eddie comes out, Chavo taps, and that's that. Uh, another match we can blow by Super Colo versus La Parka. wins, La Parka attacks him again. He hit him in the heat with one of those molded plastic chairs. You know, the ones yeah. that don't fold up. And he cracked that yep. motherfucker. Like, he literally broke it over his head. It was an impressive, but again, kids. Head in, had, had injuries are nothing to scoff at. Um, next, we get Gene on the ramp with Lex Luger and the Giant. Uh, Hogan and Rodman are saying a no-go for Bash at the Beach. Uh, Luger calls out uh, that he submitted Hogan with the rack last week. Uh, Giant does growling. Giant was, like, growling. Like, I... Like, you should have be getting better at this point. You seem to, like, be reverting. Like, you're doing the, the This childhood.
3: is the promo that Luchasaurus watched, and he's like, I think I learned everything I need to know for about a promo. Yeah, it was churlish. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they challenge Hogan and Rodman tonight. Uh, we get the amazing French Canadians versus Harlem Heat. Colonel Parker, Sherry, distraction. Rougeau uses uh, the boot on Booker, but only gets a two-count and Harlem Heat win anyway. Uh, next, we get Gene on the ramp with J.J. Dillon, uh, but Harlem Heat and Sherry interrupt. Uh, they basically call the victory at Great American Bash a tainted victory. Uh, the NWO manipulated the rankings, and the committee has decided that in one week, we'll get a rematch between the Steiners and Harlem Heat, and it will not be a tainted victory this time. Vincent comes out and says, hey, consider this an early Christmas gift from the Outsiders to the NWO, basically saying, hey, we were giving you the opportunity at the titles, making sure that you got it. Harlem Heat's basically saying, "So what? You think we can't beat the we can't beat the Steiner brothers? So you had to help us out, and they just beat the shit out of Vincent." <laughs> I like that. That's actually a pretty good. Uh, was, uh, that was yeah. a decent segment. Absolutely, absolutely. Who doesn't like seeing Vincent get the shit cr- kicked out of him? Hopefully, my kids not listening and think I'm talking about him. Uh, so <laughs> next we get we get six with the Outsiders versus Ray Mysterio for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, this is another one of those weird ones where the match is occurring during the hour two transition. So right in the middle of the match, the fireworks go off. Okay. Uh, six has Thug. It just never
3: ends. I was like, when are they going to learn that that's really a bad idea? <laughs> it
2: is. I would think, especially for the people working, uh, Six has Thug on the front of his singlet. Cute. Uh, cute. Aw,
3: that was Cute. <laughs> be throwing up gang symbols
2: <laughs> thug life baby what i did like was uh ray would be down in the corner and hall and nash would just come up to him and get right in his face talking shit i thought that was pretty cool uh ray fights back hits his finisher it goes for the pin but the outsiders swarm he knocks down hall and then uses him as a springboard to heel kick nash out of the ring it was pretty fucking sick um But ultimately, the numbers are too much, especially for Ray. Six ends up hitting a spin kick and locking in the buzzkiller for the win. Um, Nash starts cutting a promo. Of course, the music's still playing. Uh, He says Wolfpack is the strongest beast in the jungle. And uh, they beat beat Piper at Great American Bash. Death to an icon. Uh, Hall calls out a real icon, Macho Man. Macho says last night, the madness rocked the place. The wolf pack is cool, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I uh, basically just goes over how he beat DDP. Uh, we get DDP and Kimberly in the crowd. <laughs> they even the cameras having a hard time finding him. commentary. And DDP goes, I'm over here. You idiot. <laughs> I don't know if he was talking <laughs> to the cameraman or Macho. <laughs> I kind of think both. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, He says, you know, hey, last night you proved you couldn't get the job done by yourself, uh, but I made some calls to some key players. I found a tag team partner. Everybody here knows who he is. Calls out Savage and Hall for a tag team match at Bash at the Beach. All right. Next we get Ultimate Dragon versus Jericho. Ono's trying to recruit Jericho on the way of the ring. Jericho just shoves him to the ground. Uh, Dragon ends up winning with a Tiger suplex after a couple reversals. Not much to say. Solid match. Moving on, we get Gene on the ramp with Piper. Uh, Tells Rodman, he he says, hey, Rodman, you can't borrow my kilt tonight. Uh, Wants to hear from Flair himself what happened, leaving him behind to fend for himself. Flair comes out, takes off his jacket, bows to Piper. Flair looks at Piper and goes, you won the match, right? (laughs) Uh, I I didn't
3: think that was the first thing that was going (laughs) to come out of his mouth. I thought he was going to be like...
1: Piper, let me
2: tell you something. It is, you won, right? <laughs> the best part about this is Flair doesn't explain what happened to him. They no. just agree that they're friends for life and there's no issues and we move on. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, but what happened? Where'd you go? Like thrown out at first. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we get Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton versus Jeff Jarrett and Mongo. Uh, I didn't fly see this one right. coming. I didn't really. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you horn him. Uh,
3: no, I just meant automatically. Oh. Buff Bagwell, to fly out. Never mind, move on. No, yeah.
2: Well, this one was worth it only because uh, Buff slaps Mongo while you know uh, uh, Jarrett's in. And so yeah, they come in, they double team him, and Jeff Jarrett's like, hey, man, come on, let's do the strut. Let's do the strut. Mongo starts. And then just picks up Jeff Jarrett and tombstones him. Big pop. There was a big pop for that one. Uh, He basically Mm -hmm. says into the camera, hey, I watched the tape from last night, and you will suffer the consequences. And, uh, yeah. Bagwell milks the pin for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, you could have stopped paying attention after that. So, our main event. We get Dennis Rodman and Hulk Hogan. Hollywood Hogan versus Luger and the Giant. Rodman has a, a new NWO shirt and different sunglasses on than he had before. And he's wearing jeans, which ought to tell you a lot about how this match is going to progress. Uh, Hogan cuts a very long-winded promo, killing time. Uh, the music's still playing. Uh, we haven't seen these guys. Uh, Rodman's like, well, they've wasted my time. i got somewhere to be. They, they get up, start heading to the back, and Luger and Giant finally show up. There's four minutes left in the show at this point. They're still not in the ring. Rodman and Hogan try to go right after Lex and the Giant. Hogan low blows Luger. Giant has Rodman in the choke slam position, but Hogan makes the save. But Giant's after to go after Hogan. Rodman hits him with the title. Dude, this is the worst. First of all, Rodman hit, like, three of the worst elbow drops I've ever seen. He just, like, literally just threw his body into the Giant. They're probably like, due yep. to the Giant. He'll feel it less. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, it'll be fine wherever you land on him. You'll be all
2: right. <laughs> Dude, this has to be the most trash ever thrown at a ring. It was fucking brutal. At the end, somebody threw a coat into the ring. Why would you do that? <laughs> Fuck also,
1: it. Also, it's the middle I'll of freeze June
2: tonight. <laughs>
3: I didn't even catch it. I swear to God I didn't catch that a coat was thrown in the ring. That's I think I was just so used to seeing all the fuckery and everything going on. I completely missed that an actual coat was thrown in the ring. Dude,
2: it's like it's like somebody because again, it's the middle of June. Like somebody must have been like, you know what, I was gonna donate this. I'm gonna bring it and throw it in the ring. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was weird. But yeah, there was that. Hey, anybody
3: want your father's coat? We're going to throw it out. No, 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 no. Give it to me. I could throw it to someone this, uh, at the end of Nitro this week.
2: I just don't get it, man. All right. Well, we'll start with Raw. And in the intro, you got McMahon and Ross talking about an altercation between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels is going to be out 48 weeks. I uh, suffered neck and knee injury. Uh, Brett also injured his knee, but he'll be back in a couple days. I did not think about it until you brought it up. Uh. On our little break So yeah
3: this um, They make A They allude to that there was an altercation But They don't really say much about it But this is The hair pulling incident This was Shawn Michaels living in The unsafe Working environments In the WWF And he went home because Brett took a chunk of his hair out I just think it's funny that that was a fight between them. Yeah, well, he pulled my hair out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm, mm, mm. I'm going to cut that <laughs> bitch.
2: <laughs> cut the shit, Tony.
3: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I I had to do a little research because, go ahead. Why well, I had to do the research. I was like, what is this? What's going on here? And it's because what they open up with with this segment. Go ahead.
2: Yep. So, Austin, uh, so they say they're going to have a tag tournament. Uh, Figure out who's going to face Austin and a partner of his choice for the tag titles. Uh, So Austin comes to the ring, points at Vince, tells him to get up from commentary, runs him down. We get Mankind on the Tron. Says, you know, when you flip me off, I felt a bond. I want want to tag with you. And he says, I don't need no freak watching my back. Mankind. uh, Austin says something about, you know, Shawn Michaels with his long hair and shaking his ass. I already had to deal with one freak. I'm not dealing with another. Mankind says... Well, I can shake my ass and I've got a nice ass. <laughs> it's like the, and I'm a good kisser. <laughs> uh, Austin has his match against Pillman tonight. Heart Foundation is going to be handcuffed at ringside. feel like we just heard that. Uh, we get a recap of last week when Shamrock and Mankind made the save. Austin's stunning Shamrock. Um, Shamrock ends up coming out saying, hey, I don't like bullies in the meteor no different than the Heart Foundation. I want a match against you tonight. Austin says, after I'm done dragging uh, his raspy ass carcass to the back, I'll, you know, I'll show you the world's dangerous man or some shit. I don't know. I missed that line.
3: Hey, I'll show you the world's dangerous man. Ankle lock. I don't know who you are. (laughs) I don't know you. Uh, Wait, I got to say something about this. He goes off a lot about, I don't like bullies. I don't like bullies. I hate bullies. Ever seen the movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart Central Intelligence? No. You know, it, there's there's some work behind it that The Rock looks the way he does because in high school he was a fat little kid that got bullied all the time, so that's why he looks as he does as The Rock now uh. in this movie. You you would think that as many times as Shamrock has says I don't like bullies, the video they showed of him growing up and how he wanted to just be uh, a good father and all that stuff. You would have thought he was being shoved in lockers, drinking deer piss. You know what I mean? Like, the way that he did, like, he's like, I hate bullies. Like, he just snaps. I mean, maybe he'll write a book one day and let us all know what really was going on in school. Yeah. You like bullies? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, with Vader, and then he says it with Austin and just find it funny. He's like, I don't like, like, how is Austin a bully? He's getting jumped every fucking week by the Hart Foundation. Get in Brett's face.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know, man. He just doesn't have that uh, extended of a vocabulary. So "bullies" is something easy you can remember, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> I've never met you before. <laughs> Bully. Uh, we get an ad for dangerous the, man. We we get we get an ad for the Stone Cold said so VHS. So uh, they've already capitalized. Ca- uh, oh God, you know what I mean. Capitalized on that. They cap. <laughs> De- Decapitated. No, we're done talking about heads. We've already done that. Decapitated it. Decapitated. Uh, isn't that like the, the race in the Olympics? I don't know. Uh, we got an interview backstage with <laughs> Brian Pillman. Uh, <laughs> they do a recap of his swirling. That's the Decrapalon. King of the uh, next, we got our first match in the tag tournament. It's New Blackjacks versus Owen and Bulldog. Bulldog and Owen win. I hate the New Blackjacks. I also hate JBL. I'm oh, uh, like, it's JBL, so there's that. Yeah. I don't hate Barry Wyndham, so it is just weird to see no. him with that like shoe-polished black hair and that mustache. Dude. Yeah. It's just weird. Um, we get a recap of the Nation of uh, Domination dissolving. A uh, quick interview with Taker and Bear. Bear is basically telling Taker to shut up. I run the show, and it's about what I want. Uh, Bear is really hamming it up because he even does like the cartoon. Me, 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 mine, mine, mine. So, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then after that, we get a close-up of China's biceps. That's not a euphemism. It was literally a close-up of her arm. Um <clears throat> next we get Shamrock in a backstage interview, uh, telling Austin it's time to knuckle up. All right then. Bully. Bully. I don't know you bully. Next we get Phineas Godwin <laughs> versus Triple H. Um They had somebody at ringside that looks like it was somebody to grab like, you know, the robes for everybody entering and they grab Triple H's robe and China just jacks him up, shoves him to the ground and throws him up the aisleway. It's like okay, that was weird. She had some pent up frustration, <laughs> I guess so, man. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's on the apron for the distraction. Uh, shoves Phineas, and Phineas just grabs China and kisses her, and gets a, uh, a pedigree for his troubles. Triple H gets the win. The weird part was Henry Godwin, who had basically had his neck broken from taking a Doomsday device, just comes out and basically starts slapping and lambasting Phineas, grabbing him by the head, yelling at him, and then he looks at McMahon and says, this is your fault. And then they leave. I mm-hmm. didn't get that. Oh, you
3: don't, but you will.
2: Okay. I mean, Phineas I know about, but Henry I don't. So.
3: it, 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 it It's, oh, I mean... I don't want to give anything yeah, away we'll if you get don't there.
2: know it. Yeah, I'll we'll leave it there. <coughs> uh, next, we get a Farouk interview. Uh, Vince asks something about the nation. Um, and he says, you're going to – Vince says something like, and tonight you're going to pick your newest members of the nation of domination. He's like, well, it's it's fitting that you use that word pick because – and he makes like a cotton-picking reference. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And he says, you know, you know, these, these people are going to be bigger, better, stronger, and you better believe blacker members of the Nation of Domination. <laughs> I mean, you got to give him credit. He's going all in. I'm not
3: laughing, I swear to God, in any other way than I just can't believe this shit was going on. And either we were all just too immune to it or to pay attention, I don't know, whatever you want to fucking call it, or I just did not pay attention to this entire storyline. I don't remember them calling out This much, all of this stuff. Yeah. I I remember the nation being, you know, all about power, but I really didn't remember the whole Vince and Farouk really having these back-and-forth problems.
2: Or Ahmed. (laughs) That, too. Uh, Next, we get Sunny coming to the ring. She's going to be our guest ring announcer. Uh, We've got Paul Lee on commentary. This was interesting. It was Brian Christopher, uh, who's with the USWA at this time, uh, against Chris Mm -hmm. Candido, who is with ECW. Uh, Candido, openly mentioned as an XWWF wwf guy, uh, and at one point Polly mentions, and it's funny because I'm sitting there, I'm going, I wonder if they're going to mention that's Lawler's kid, and sure as shit, Pauly starts bringing it up, and Lawler, apparently the story is he was backstage listening, didn't like it, came out, basically slaps Pauly, goes into the ring, starts taking out Candido, RVD joins in, uh, Dreamer comes in with the chair, the ring, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, pulls out a ticket as he's about to get escorted out, so... Yeah that's weird cuz you had mentioned uh on the Russell Palooza that it was Tammy Sitch and Chris Candido but mm-hmm. she was still sunny here uh but you know and they they didn't really pull any punches it was it was kind of a cool peek behind cuz again Brian Christopher first thing I thought was I wonder if they acknowledge it and they did but it was cool the yep. way they did it it was Paul Lee that did it like he was kind of totally. blurring the line there and he was saying oh, Yo, you know and that's why you don't have your father's name cuz he doesn't want anything to do with you he was just running them down it was it was it was a cool segment Yep. Very good one. Very
3: big fan of that. Um, Because if anybody's going to pull back the kayfabe curtain, definitely Paul E. was the the guy to do it right there.
2: Oh, 100%. 100%. So, uh, yep. All right. So let's see what we got here next. All right. Uh, So they're running down um, a list of live events in the Raw's coming up over the next couple weeks. And they mentioned there's going to be one in Anaheim, and they're going to have a tanning – contest between sunny sable marlene and china i don't know what a tanning um, is
3: that like who is. gets the, the most like tan much, but like you know, what do I, I assume that's kind of what a tanning contest is
2: you're not frozen stop
3: who who gets the most burnt
2: <laughs> next we get a recap of a live event in toronto hearts kind of confused Canada, obviously uh they're talking about them being national heroes up there uh, we're going to get anvil versus gold next. Uh, they're backstage with the heart foundation. Anvil's talking about being pissed off, being handcuffed to the ring <clears throat> for the main event. Uh, we get a recap of the match with Goldust and bulldog from last week where Marlena slapped him a couple times. So naturally bulldog comes down to the ring. They set up for the slap, but this time bulldog grabs a wrist gold attacks him, but it gives anvil the advantage. Um, Bulldog joins in a little beat down on the outside of the ring while the rest distracted, but Goldust ends up winning with a quick cradle. The best part about this is Goldust wins. They play Bulldog's music. It wasn't even in the fucking match.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what you were
3: alluding to earlier when you said about the music thing.
2: It was quick. I didn't even catch that. Oh, dude, they played it for about a good five seconds. Yeah. How did I (laughs)
3: That's awesome. They just had it queued up. Ah, yeah, I think he...
2: Yeah, we'll just use
3: this one next no matter what. <laughs>
2: yeah, right? But that's the thing. They. Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so next we get Pillman versus Austin. Uh, Pillman tries to use a chair. Austin faces him with it and basically breaks his nose. So that's always a good thing. Austin uh, is attacking the heart members because they're handcuffed. Uh, Pillman starts using the camera cable to choke Austin. Uh, let's see here. Austin out of nowhere just decides to hit my Kyoto with a stunner. And it was one of the ugliest looking stunners I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Pillman hits a low blow. Oh, come
3: on. Come on. Please tell me you saw McMahon's at WrestleMania this
2: year. It was almost as bad as the McMahon one. (laughs) Okay. Almost. Uh, but Vince takes the worst stunners in the world. So he's well, yeah. Category. Uh yeah, Bill Vince my-
3: looked like he tore both of his
2: quads <laughs> like he did at Royal Rumble <laughs> right.
3: when Austin gave him that. Like his legs just went to straight like
2: string cheese and just dropped. Well, we're we're heading up to the first one that he gives him. That first awful one where he just kinda like
3: if I'm not mistaken, and he does like the weird shake seizing yeah. looking thing. That is Madison Square Garden and I want to say September ninety seven.
2: Yeah, it's, I was going to say it's got to be coming up because it's that jacket that he's been wearing lately. That's the one. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's easy to put, pick I out, man. One. Uh, I want <laughs> that jacket. Right. That boy probably has one. It's probably going to be a few sizes too big for you. but.
3: Oh, my God. Do you think he does that and he wears the old headset and he stands in,
2: in the... That's all he wears. <laughs>
3: all right. Can you take over why I throw the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> hey. See that or gun to head. Boom.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Pillman pulls out the knuckles. He hits Austin, but only gets the two count. Um, And then out of nowhere, Owen has the key. Wow. Didn't we just see this? Freeze himself, passes off the key to Anvil, frees himself, hands it off to Bulldog. It's a DQ. Mankind, Shamrock, and Goldust this time make the save. Uh, Austin goes for a stunner on Shamrock, but Shamrock hits the belly to belly. Uh, They brawl. LOD comes out, does the pull apart. Goldust grabs the mic and says, hey, you're falling into the Heart Foundation's hand. This is not the time or the place. We'll be the five to whip their ass, just like Stone Cold said so. Austin says, well, I don't need you four guys, but Monsoon won't let me do it by myself. So this one time you can help. After that, it's back to normal. And, uh, yeah, so we're setting up for Canadian Stampede. Yes. One of the loudest crowds
3: Mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. No, it's a good one. Where I think a... Five star ranking that Meltzer gave it. The crowd plays the eleventh person in that match, or twelfth if you take out the ref, if you put the ref in there. Right, it was five versus five. Like the crowd was so goddamn amped up because it was a Canadian pay per view, mm-hmm. and with everything going on with this whole thing, this was their chance to back up Brett and everybody. I love this. I can't wait to watch this again. I'm
2: excited about it. Oh no, it's gonna <laughs> be great. Uh, and it's one of our favorite promos from the Anvil we get. That's true. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so next we get Sable as a guest ring announcer. Uh, it's Bobby Fulton versus Tommy Rogers. For those of you not familiar, formerly known as the Fantastics, uh, former partners taking on each other and apparently WWF's new light heavyweight division. (laughs) I'm guessing this is going to last a long time uh rogers wins pretty flat uh sable's back in the ring uh, after the match just to kind of strut uh mark marrow comes down to the ring uh they call him over to commentary he doesn't he's just kind of eyeing sable and calls her out of the ring and brings her to the back so they're definitely pushing this one uh next we get another yep. match for the tag tournament it's headbangers versus law jerry lawler and rvd uh, we got paulie and dreamer in the crowd uh <clears throat> towards the end of the match sandman just runs in and crotches lawler with the kendo stick headbangers get the win uh and we get a bit of a schmoz between rvd uh fighting dreamer and sandman in the crowd it was great because Pauly is holding sandman back with the kendo stick around his neck just screaming don't do it don't do it <laughs> uh <clears throat> all right yeah we get ahmed taker and bearer backstage ahmed talking about how he does respect T- taker but not bear uh, and he better not get in the way Uh, And that leads us to the main event, which is Undertaker and Ahmed Johnson versus Farouk and D'Lo, or so we think, because Farouk has already said he has two new members of the nation. And when he gets to the ring, he calls out Kama Mustafa. So cool to see him back. He doesn't have the the fucking box top anymore haircut, but, you know, still uh, (laughs) menacing.
3: Because the last we saw him would have been about 95 when he was in the Million Dollar Corporation.
2: Yes. Uh, Late 95, I don't know if he was still there at the beginning of 96, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, he was with the Million Dollar Corporations. Because
3: he was feuding with Undertaker, was wearing that huge gold Gold chain chain. that was... Yeah, that's, yeah. I Uh, like this. This is the big... Which is great, because to be honest with you, this right here is the beginning of the peak of... Comma slash Godfather's career, man. This oh, is yeah. where it all takes off for him eventually. And it's good to see that because, um, when you were watching it in time, you're like, eh, whatever. And then you come to think, you're like, he's actually one of the goddamn greats, man. And yeah. to know That's that he's jungle. a part of the BSK crew as well, to me, I always like that.
2: 100%. 100%. And he loves his chicken nuggets. So you can't go wrong there. Uh, the match was weird. Uh, Taker, uh, Ahmed doesn't wrestle at all, it's Taker the whole time. Um, You know, and he keeps, you know, getting put down. Then he's, you know, makes a comeback and back and forth, back and forth. Uh, At one point, Ahmed goes to the floor and shoves uh, Paul Bear to the ground right as Taker was going to go for the tag. Obviously unable to make it. Kama hits his finisher and gets the pin clean on the Undertaker. Um, It was just, it was weird. Um, Ahmed does prevent the Nation from beating down Undertaker after the match. Nation heads to the top of the ramp and waits. Ahmed helps take her to his feet only to hit the Pearl River plunge, joins the nation on the ramp. Everybody puts their fist in the air. The new nation of domination has been formed.
3: Pretty big-ass stable right now. I kind of like it like yeah. this. They got rid of all the other guys. It was it was cool. And the boom, So, yeah, the I, uh, I forgot that this is when Ahmed joined. Yeah. When you said, do you know who's up next, I, I last week was going to say Godfather but i was still wrong because i forgot that he came in still as a comma i just thought his name was godfather when he came in that's how much i paid attention to the nation back then oh okay (laughs) i mean i i did but apparently not enough to completely miss all the (laughs) total racism and shit that was going on and the the new members and shit how long does ahmed last in nation i feel like not that long
2: Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, My bigger question is when Mark Henry come in, Mark and the Rock. I know the Rock's a little bit later. I think the Rock's the last one. Um, He is. Yeah. But Henry's got to be soon.
3: Well, the good news, we get to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Normally, we try to keep it as serious as possible. But this week, we had to just change it up for the movie of the week. (laughs) Don't trust Whitey, Loward Loves a Working Man, and don't trust Whitey. All right, I got it. Shit, Shinola, I'm ready. And I'm going to walk through the shit. Ah, a classic movie that there is absolutely no way they could push any of the boundaries that they did in this movie in 2022. There's no way. And we're talking about Steve Martin. Jackie Mason and, uh, Bridget something. Bernadette, I can't Bernadette Peters, Bernadette Peters. Thank you. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking the, uh, what's her name from uh, Beverly Hills cop Two? Bridget Nielsen, uh, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking of her first, but yeah, I'm talking about Steve Martin's the jerk. I was born a poor black child. <laughs> that was Steve Martin's opening line, and it just oh snowballs from there. The fact that he can't do rhythm, and the way he—I cl- try to do that all the time when I mock my my wife's family, like certain, like her her mom and her sister. They all they all know they're tone deaf, and and I'm like, and this is you guys, <clears throat> and I'll and I'll do the the offbeat clap that he does where he looks like he can't even get his hands together. Cause it's like two magnets. Oh, it's hysterical. Um, but then learning that there's just so much out there when he, his feet just all of a sudden naturally tap to some classical music and he leaves his family that has adopted him basically. Cause it's an all black family and heads out to the world. To become somebody.
2: You're not our natural. So many. You're not our natural born child. I'm not. You mean I'm going to stay this color?
1: (laughs) I love that he cries when he says, You mean I'm going to stay this color? Dude,
3: I love when they go, It's his birthday. And everybody's like, I made this. I made this. This is for you. And then the one guy goes, Hey man, this is about half a bottle of whiskey. It's from both of us. Oh, man. And I mentioned Jackie Mason. This is the second movie we've used with him. Because we uh, Caddyshack too. There you go. Yeah. And he's not in this movie that long, really. Maybe, what, 20 minutes at best?
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure.
3: Really just a gas station guy. Yeah. You know, but... I, it's just a, a great movie. I haven't seen it. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not
2: as prepared with the quotes. I just remember the... <laughs> you mean I'm going to stay this color?
3: <laughs> well, then here, I, I, just for your sake, I'll rattle off a couple of great quotes. So after he gets all of those presents, gets the half bottle from the the brother,
1: God bless us, everyone.
3: But then... Uh, I did mention it to you before, and I, I'm not going to go in full, but when some guys are offering him some things, and a new investment will say, you sir are talking to, yeah, good part, Um you should call that dog shithead, okay, alright,
1: we should name him Hero, he saves everybody's life, look at this. <laughs>
3: I got to say my favorite part of the movie is... Well, there's two. Wow. First, my name was on in the phone book. Now it's <laughs> tattooed on your ass.
2: You know, I bet you there's a lot more people that have seen that tattoo. Than... <laughs> I wish I could get excited about something so simple.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. When he writes home that he's basically this chick's fuck doll. And... The one brother just starts laughing in the grandmother's reading. Oh, he's got the hugs and kisses in here. Look at that. But honestly, my favorite part of the movie. Uh, Do do you want to put this on this card, Mrs. Oh, (laughs) That's his wife. I'm Mr. Nussbaum. You've won an oven mitt. (laughs) Don't worry, I've seen this in a movie. Yeah, they're going to be here for a while. Iron Balls McGinnity. Oh, my God, that's right. There are snails on my wife's plate. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't look. Don't look out. Just so random. But one of my favorite moments,
3: honestly, is them live singing it, man. Him with the ukulele, Steve and Bernadette doing You Belong to Me. Just a it's just a sweet moment. I like that. And then, do you mind if I kiss you? And then,
2: fucking French kisses her nose, basically. <laughs> well, you know, that's part of Steve Martin's shtick. He's he's great. I know a lot of people don't like him. I don't know. I think he's funny. Funny as fuck. There are people who don't like yeah. him for real. I don't think I've ever heard uh, yeah, that. I've got a few comedy records personally, yeah. But you know, oh, I love his
3: his old comedy stuff. Um, I'm actually a fan of pretty much all of his movies. There's not much that I've seen out of him that I don't like, and I mean I've seen him as the dentist in uh, Little Shop of Horrors, Little Shop of Horrors, and the movie Novocaine. (laughs) But Cheaper by the Dozen were good movies. Uh, Honestly, I've just I most of the stuff that he's been in is Parenthood is fantastic. Have we ever
2: talked about that movie on here? Not really. no.
3: oh, that Parenthood's. a... That's a gem. Oh yes, we have the kid with his fucking uh, Back to the Future videotape. <laughs> okay, in the back.
2: We referenced it. Okay, we've referenced it. Yeah, like, like, uh, sir, yeah, how, no, we how, didn't say it was the movie. Sir, so, sir, so, yeah. so, how did you, how did you crash? Why don't you show him, honey?
4: <laughs> show.
3: Him. <laughs> what was that? That was an electric ear cleaner. <laughs> It was pretty big. It, it sure was.
4: was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, we just really pivoted from yeah, one right? great Steve Martin movie to the other. Actually, and I just thought about the one guy that's in that movie is in Dominic and Eugene with uh he plays Eugene with Ray Liotta okay. in that movie. And he plays uh yeah, he, he good movie, great movie. But back over to The Jerk Oh man. God damn it. Oh, I just lost it. Uh, oh, here we go. How have we not even said it? He hates these
1: cans. <laughs>
3: uh, uh,
1: he's trying to put holes in all these cans. More cans. Oh,
3: great movie. Great week. Guess what? Next week we'll be back, hopefully being able to tell you a little more about what is going to happen for Forbidden Door. Because at that point, Shit, we'll only be pretty much about less than a week away from Forbidden Door. So mm-hmm. hopefully some really good matches get signed between now and then. Uh, next week, I'll have room service ready to go. Nice big breakfast for you. Breakfast. And, uh, okay, brunch. I am going say, what time? Did you- I got shit to do, man.
2: <laughs> okay. I got to do the Jazz <laughs> fest. <fashion. laughs>
3: <laughs> we probably could have discussed this off the probably, air. probably. All right, well... <laughs> But good shit. We'll hear from Nightwing in a couple of weeks. Next week we'll be back with a top topic. I am the professor. I bid you a farewell. ODM bids you a farewell with just four words.
2: The champs are here.
3: <laughs> ah!
1: Ah! Ah!
3: Extremely recent news as like right before we went on to record today. Talk a little bit about some upcoming new Japan, uh, well, past events plus uh, new stuff in the works. Fuck it. I, I got to start this over. I lost myself all the way through. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just, I was there and I was like, you're just rambling. I don't even know where you are.
2: <laughs> just saying words. That's typically what we do on a podcast.
3: <laughs> well, you've watched The Office. I, Michael, sometimes I begin a sentence, and I don't know how I'm going to end it.
2: <laughs> I never, under any circumstance, ever,
3: do anything to anyone, anywhere, ever. That's what I'm How
1: would you describe yourself? I fucking love that.